0: My name is David David Laws, and this is Dress for the Podcast You Want. Um, It's an interesting episode for so many reasons. Mm. One is that uh, I didn't know if we were going to do the podcast anymore for about a week. Yeah, Uh, Last week, uh, I was really depressed, and Mm. a lot of stuff was going on, and we had to skip a week, and I was like, are we skipping a week because I subconsciously don't want to do the podcast mm-hmm. anymore and then i was like maybe i don't want to do a podcast anymore yeah. and i realized eventually i don't not want to do the podcast i love doing the podcast yeah. what i don't want to do is uh, email people to get them to come on it and do yeah. the marketing and do the social media which i'm having to do now because i don't have an assistant right now you, but hopefully you. i'll have a new assistant very soon um and i was a very um like uh what's the word relieved relieved is not the word but it is the word Mm -hmm. that i said um because i came to megan and i was like would you be heartbroken if we didn't do the podcast anymore and i expected her to be like well i mean she's not here obviously so i can i can imitate her (laughs) that was her that was that was megan she is here i like (laughs) (laughs) um well but she was like yeah yeah i would be and i was like oh okay i wasn't expecting that strong reaction Mm. um so that really sort of like was, made me go like, alright, let's fucking do it again. So, yeah. even though Meg is not here, yeah, I am. You are. And Anthony is. I am. Anthony's my guest today. Hi, guys. Hi, Anthony. Hi. How are you? I'm good, I'm it, good. It is 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. I'm having a beer and combos because... <laughs> um, why the fuck not? Well, really because I'm 29 and I just <laughs> like, I refuse to not, you know, once I turn 30, mm-hmm. then I'll think about things, but I don't want to right now.
1: A little bit of peter pan syndrome Mm -hmm. we need to bask in that peter pan oh
0: for goodness sake um tell me let's all right let's summarize anthony anthony is a teacher director Mm -hmm. photographer Mm -hmm. podcaster
1: yeah uh what's your biggest who are you who are you introduce yourself hi hello i'm anthony kusevich and um yeah, I'm a little bit of everything. Did I not
0: say your last name earlier? Was that the first time? No, was... we'll edit it in.
1: It'll it'll be edited, and it'll just be like I'm here with Anthony Kusevich. No, let's do that. <laughs> let's. I'm gonna have
0: guests introduce themselves from now on. I always, <laughs> totally. I always want. I wish at every event ever people wore name tags. Mm-hmm. I like even if I know them for years I always am just I have such name anxiety I'm like
1: how like miserable do you feel when you know you know that person and you just blank on that name I
0: don't know if I feel more miserable in that or when they're like hey David and I'm like oh, what yeah. up what <laughs> up hey, you? oh god it's the worst What's up? um so sorry I interrupted no, you. um
1: I it's funny I was just planning a like photo shoot but then i was back and forth with the model that i'm prepping with and i was like oh i'm on this project right now and he called me a renaissance (gasps) queer a renaissance renaissance queer queer, which i which i really dig (laughs) i need to put that on like a business card or something (laughs) (laughs) you really (laughs) could like a glitter business card is that what you like Um, is that is that that what you're going for i mean like yeah like the renaissance man is just something that i've fallen into um but yeah so i mean like day job, not at the moment, but yeah, I'm a I'm a theater teacher, mm-hmm. high school level theater teacher. Um, I'm on a little bit of a break from that right now, but gonna be returning in his September. Kids are the worst. Oh, kids are the worst. No. Nah. Um, it's it, it's honest. It was honestly like some of the most rewarding years of my life. Uh-huh. Um, you know, definitely tough, and you know, it puts it puts you through the ringer. But you know, yeah, teaching director. Creator is probably up there as, like, my main yeah. shtick. Yeah. Um, yeah, theater theater artist, creative artist. Oh,
0: my God, just so many things. And yeah. you work for an um,
1: agency? Yeah, I'm freelancing with an agency right now. wow So I'm dabbling in that as well.
0: How's that? How's being on the other side of that?
1: Because did you do acting ever at all? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. did
0: acting. So how's that yeah. being on the other side of the table?
1: um I mean, it's funny because when I left, teaching i like jumped into like equity and sag after mm. and I, I I had been sag after but i jumped into the equity thing i was going to like the open calls and jumping on the equity site and um like securing my slots for auditions and it's like it's a grind it's <laughs> it really a grind and summer. you can say it as much as you want and you can know it as much as you want and even as a teacher tell my kids over and over that it's a grind it's hard work it's a grind but until you're going through it you're like Fuck! This is is a crime. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a lot when you're going through it. So, you know, I definitely have gained a respect, and I, I think it's just a, a learning experience being in uh, like on the agent side. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just like a it was a cool necessary thing for me to do to just have a grasp of all the different elements. It's of it was
0: definitely an interesting transition for me the first time I was casting a show, and was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what it is like yeah. being the caster. This is what it is like watching all of yeah. these things over and over and over again. Like, yeah. Here's what I, you know, and I and I have that conversation with people a lot. I had a conversation with an actor yesterday about it who was just like, what's it like? I and I was like, it's like, um, I didn't say this, but now I want to come up with a metaphor. What mm-hmm. is it like? It's like speed dating mm. um, where everyone thinks that you like uh brunettes and you really like redheads. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, I'm a brunette. Look yeah. at me and you're like, no, wait, can you be a redhead? And they're like, No. Yeah. No, not absolutely. And that's not to say like the way that they are judged physically, but to say like actors come in and go, I'm gonna be well, You're auditioning Romeo. And mm-hmm. actors come in and go, I'm gonna be Romeo. And I'm like, Could you just be what's your how should I say, Paul? Could you just be Paul? And they're like, No, I'm mm-hmm. gonna be Romeo. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Cool.
1: Yeah, I definitely I mean, I had a lot of experience casting things just from uh, I was teaching for six years, and in that six years I did 19 shows. 19
0: um, shows. I did
1: 19 shows. I'm no school. math magician, but that's six shows a year. <laughs> no, um, well, no. Yeah, I mean, three shows a year. Technically, if you're looking at like a year as like two school years, Jesus. Yeah, each school year, I did three shows, and here and there, I like revived something. So that's why there's 19. But um, so I definitely had the experience of casting shows. And I mean, obviously in high school, it's a little bit different because you have like the caddy, like he has his favorites, you know, like all of that and stuff. Do, and do you have your favorite? Honestly, and I will say this to all the students that might be listening that I've had. No. Oh, really? I You know, if a freshman comes in and I know that there is a senior that's very talented, but if a freshman comes in and shows me something that I'm not seeing in that senior that I've had for four years, yeah. I'm casting the freshman. Yeah, like, for sure. Because they need to be, they need to learn to be humble as well, the seniors.
0: Your bluntness with that answer made me realize I've uh, not recorded the podcast in so long that I've completely forgotten the format. I have to ask you a very important question. Um, Anthony. Yes, we're just going off the rails. Just completely, the rails are. I couldn't (laughs) even see the rails if I looked back in the rearview mirror. Um, Do you consider yourself a successful person?
1: It's funny because I was, you know, I, as as some prep and research, I was listening to some of the podcasts and I know you asked that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I going to approach this? Because I think I don't know, I'm going to approach this from a very, I guess, different light, which is um, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I don't feel successful just because of the, you know, it's interpretation of success right sure. now that's happening to me um, because of your interpretation of success or because of a broader interpretation yeah, I mean of success? I think at the end of the day success is a person's interpretation of like what they've you know it can be very literal it can be like yes you have money yes you have accomplished this show or you've I don't know something like that but I feel like at the end of the day it it comes back to me that I feel like I was successful there it's I don't know hmm. if that makes any sense.
0: It it does. It, I mean, it's a very complex issue and, and, and like not issue. It's not an issue. We don't need <laughs> like pass legislation on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I don't know. Part of part of my um, part of my depression about the podcast recently was I was reading I feel like such a nerd saying this out loud. I was reading Marcus Aurelius' Meditations and he has a bit about um about like the uh, time mm-hmm. looks like this like this length and a person's life within it looks like this mm-hmm. very small right it's like mm-hmm. a like a like a rice in the ocean yeah um and he was like and not only is your life like a piece of rice in the mm-hmm. ocean but your the memory of you is like maybe two pieces of rice yeah. in the ocean and I was like that is such an interesting point that like I couldn't name anyone who was around in, you know, I could name people who were around in the 1900s and the 1800s and the 1700s and the 1600s and the 1500s and maybe the 1400s, but like get past that. And it's just like, you can't, you can't name people who were around in like 400 BC. Like, like eventually it doesn't matter anymore. And so this, this podcast that is dedicated to success and success being such a measure of like, how we are known now and now. how we will be remembered. Yeah. Um, I was kind of like, maybe it's unhealthy for me to like be thinking about it so much. But um,
1: well, I feel like I mean, I totally, I totally relate to this idea that you were kind of like depressed because you were trying to measure success yeah. in, in a certain element of your life. And I think that's definitely kind of the lows that I've been hitting lately. Is um, you know, like I know, I know that as a teacher, I was successful.
0: Mm-hmm. Know what I mean, mm-hmm.
1: uh, what I accomplished, you know, like some of my um, truest moments of success was seeing some, like you know, a student that came into my classroom and was shy and to themselves, and seeing them being able to grow within three, four years that yeah. I would have them, and then seeing them get into a, you know, a theater program, BFA, like, you know. You know one of my students got of the Tish and like cool. just seeing just seeing their lives being shaped by theater like that's the stuff that I can I can sit back and gauge my success
0: why did you stop teaching because you were at the um, same school for six
1: years said? yeah 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 um, I mean there's different elements of it like I was slowly becoming unhappy there mm-hmm. um, just because like I just said like it's it was some of the most rewarding experience of my experiences of my life happened there um but you know i went into it very young you know i maybe took a year off of um kind of year to myself not even after college after college i did like the summer after college i did extra work and this and that and um a little bit here and there maybe kind of i think i went back and maybe did some shows with megan and you know um little little tiny things but um then I needed money. Sure, so I became a sub um, right out. Really? Of, yeah. Like for a drama sub, or like no, a... like a substitute teacher. So like in like, for like math school, and English and for stuff? everything. <gasps> I was like K through high school. Whoa. Sub. So I did that for bold. Um, ugh, yeah, it's rough. <laughs> and then I clearly identified which ages I don't want to Great. teach. Great. Um, so it, it was that. Um, but yeah, right out of school, I had taken. It's called the Praxis um in New Jersey it's called the praxis and the praxis is the... that sounds like guardians of the galaxy <laughs> I know, right? the, praxis. Um, the praxis is a test that you have to take um in New Jersey to become a teacher oh. within that field so there's a theater praxis test cool so ask
0: me some questions and we'll see if I qualify
1: it was like honestly it was it's crazy cuz it's everything is it's it? literally everything um you know there's stuff about like when you're breathing, what is that call that you breathe? Diaphragm. Diaphragm. Yeah, exactly. So it's like things like that, you know, down to like making flats, like what kind of like two by four do you have to, like, Whoa. it's like stagecraft to theater history to, um, you know, improv to specific plays and playwrights, it's everything. Blair. So I took that out of school just to have under my belt. Um, and then I always had the intention of at some point teaching because I was so inspired by my theater teachers nice. in high school and I wanted to give back and growing up in Union City that's where I'm from Union City Union City
0: New Jersey Union City New Jersey
1: um, I grew up there and but I went to I went to school in like my neighboring city and that's where I did like all of my like arts in high school and stuff um, but um, yeah, I wanted to give back to the city that I grew up in. So eventually, it, it you know, it was very movie-like the way it all happened. Um, the theater teacher, who was an English teacher at the high school, had passed away. Oh. And, um, and I had worked with the kids a little bit, and I was like, you know, I want to step up and, you know, and get in there to, like, continue, like, what he was doing and... Whatever, you know, so I did that, and it came down to a point where I was just literally in the office like waiting to talk to the new principal there and I just gave him a portfolio of all my stuff and said, this is what I can do and I got an interview and then I got the job
0: when they make the movie about your life <laughs> and that chapter happens, <laughs> yeah who's gonna play you
1: who's gonna play me? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I don't <laughs> know that's like that's like one of those like questions the actors are always asked and I is feel it' like, I don't know. Or artists are like, who's gonna w- play you in a movie? I have no fucking idea. What
0: if it? I mean, I want Sam Rockwell to play me in a movie. Not because I think cool. he's similar to me, just because I think he's fucking great. Yeah. I think I'm contractually obligated by this podcast to say Tony Shalhoub should play me, but I don't <laughs> think he'd do a very good job. <laughs> I don't know. Um,
1: I mean, I'm like, I'm in love with like Timothy Chalamet, so I can just throw. Who's Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet? You don't know Timothy Chalamet? I have
0: too many tabs open already, but I'm gonna open another one to look up
1: Timothy Shall. Oh, that's spelled so wrong. Shalloway. No, not How Chalamet. do you spell it? Chalamet. It's like French. C H A L. Shalom. Chalamet. Great. There it is, All right there, the first one. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. He's um, young actor. He was in a. Uh...
0: Damn it! No, not Timothy <laughs> Shalom. Timothy
1: Shalom. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Timothy the E. He's got T I M O T H E E.
1: He was in Call Me by Your Name. Um, he was just nominated for Beautiful Boy, the movie that he was in with Steve Carell. Beautiful, beautiful, and um, he's—they sing that in the
0: movie. They do they? Yeah.
1: They, they also sing that
0: in Mr. Holland's Opus, which is a movie about a teacher. This Ooh, is all very
1: connected. All weird.
0: Wow, what a strange looking boy.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. He's he's a heartthrob. Nice. So you um, want him to play you? I mean, sure. Just because I'm, I admire him so much right now. I think he's his performances and his acting is at a different level than a lot of young actors Go out there. So, very honest, very beautiful choices. Aww. Very beautiful choices. Lots of beautiful choices. Very
0: uh, much, much beautiful. Yeah, much
1: beautiful. So yeah, sorry, I ramble, but that's what what we do. That's what we do. Okay, so yeah, to go back to your question, I left because I started to become unhappy. Um, Oh yeah, that was what we um, were talking about. And I put in a lot of work with the students, and and that was great. And seeing them, you know, get into different schools was great, but. I just feel like I was neglecting myself and my own process and my own growth. And you know, that was like the ultimate thing that I just became unhappy. And I, I'm very much somebody who is like, yo, you live one life and it scared the shit out of me um, to be stuck in something yeah. for so long. Um, and I, and I knew that I wanted to do other things as well. So that's kind of why I left.
0: Can you talk about, I don't know how to ask this question and we're like, halfway through the podcast so i just mm-hmm. want to like and i don't hmm, ha- talk about being gay mm-hmm. in art as an actor as a mm-hmm. teen, I guess it like uh i feel I, my my sense is that yeah. um uh uh gayness mm-hmm. gayness Sure. Um, it would be most uh, impactful in your life as an actor, and less impactful in your life as an educator, director, photographer, mm-hmm. graphic designer, mm-hmm. yada yada. Is yeah. that accurate or inaccurate? Or
1: well, why? Do, what do you feel would be successful about? Oh, I don't even gay, know. Gay and acting over other things. I, I don't
0: even mean successful. I just mean uh, um,
1: like beneficial.
0: Not not even beneficial. Mm-hmm. Just like has an impact, right? Yeah. Um, someone says. You know, we are looking... I mean, here's a sentence that gets said a lot. We're looking for a gay actor for this role. Yeah. Here's a sentence that does not get said a lot. I think we're specifically looking for a gay graphic designer for this,
1: <laughs> yeah. this project. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um,
0: or do they? Or do people say, we want a gay educator, we want a gay director? Like? No, I don't
1: think so. <laughs> um, that's a very interesting question. Thanks for asking that. You're welcome. Because I like that. Um, that's my job. Yeah. So I mean, okay. So have you we,
0: have you have you found it to like? Does that happen? Do people say like, "We're looking for a, a gay actor. Let's use Anthony"? Or does it or or the opposite where you go into a room and they're like, "Oh, you're gay"? Or like, I mean, do, does that happen? I like,
1: I know you're gay because I know you. I Wish yeah. Megan were here. <laughs> Megan would know how to talk about this better. Than <laughs> no, I, I no, I, I think it's I think it's interesting, and I think you know, I think it's interesting. These questions coming from a straight man. That's I, me. I, I, I love. I, I don't know. I'm somebody that doesn't shy away from talking about, like, homosexuality or things like that because I think it's, I think the more we talk about it, the more that people will be educated on it and, you know, things like that. Um, as far as acting goes, it's funny, I talked about this on my podcast a little bit. Um, Which it was what I was
0: going to segue into. I mean, like, I, I, even if I didn't know that you were, you have a podcast (laughs) called A Gay and His
1: Gal? Yeah. Is that what it's called? A Gay and His Gal. (laughs) Um, so totally embracing the gay stuff. (laughs) Um... So yeah, that's just me and my best friend. We like pick a different topic every week, and we talk about why we're annoyed by it, concerned by it. And I can't I wait! It. I can't wait to talk about yeah. that. Um, but um, okay, so yes, um, so yeah, one of the things that I talked about was like I had an audition. It's so this is the hard part is, uh, I don't think I'm super super effeminate, but I you can tell that I'm gay and the you know in slight mannerisms and my like vocal fry a little bit. Mm. Um, there's that so it's hard to pull off straight roles which i thought when i was like young and naive actor in high school i was like i could totally play straight um i don't know
0: i'm looking at you like i'm looking at your this picture you on your website yeah <laughs> uh-huh. i mean because you're also you're so big yeah. you're a big tall broad yeah. broad man like yeah. hmm. i don't know give me your straight voice can so, you, like oh
1: i don't know i, I got like say I uh um I get growly, and I don't know if it, I don't know if I like just to like try to hide like the vocal fry I try to like be artistic. I try to be artistic. Say uh say
0: um I'm going to wear these uh brown shoes while I look at breasts <laughs>
1: Is that a normal thing to say? Probably um, I don't know I'm going to wear these brown shoes while I listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, you sound like Buffalo Bill when you do that. I <laughs> know. I go into like, I sound like Bradley Cooper from like Star is Born. I like, that's the, that's like where my head goes. I don't know how to turn off the vocal fry. I, I don't know. It's, it's definitely like an acting class kind of thing that I would have to like get like, like a, a dialect coach to get like, to put the story on. Um, so, no, but funny story was I went to uh, an audition for, um, Oh, what's the name of that show? You don't it? have to name
0: names if you don't Okay, know. I went
1: to an audition, and it was for the role, oh, I can say, I don't care, Ray Donovan. It was for Ray Donovan, not for the role of Ray Donovan, but for the show Ray Donovan. Great. And it was for, like, a cop in the station. Nice. And I go in, I audition, I guess I had, like, something that was interesting. So she looks at me, and she's like, can you, um, can you stay for a moment? I was like, yeah, sure. She was like, I just want you to read this other scene. And she goes outside, and she, like, gives me um she turns up she's like oh do we have the scene she grabs the paper she gives it to me she gives me the side and she's like so um can you read this for me um this is for the role of wig store owner uh, i was like oh okay thanks <laughs> you. there it is Wigster. so you went from cop to wig store. Owner. <laughs> yeah so that's the epitome of you know <laughs> playing it um as far as in other fields like directing i think it's important um i've never no, there's never been anything where I see, unless there's there's certain organizations that um, for sure that work around and they want to you know either do a show or a project that's all LGBTQ yeah. um, behind every aspect of it. So I've seen like little things like that. As far as being an educator and a director, um, I think the role that like my homosexuality plays in that is that. I make sure that there's representation in what I do. For sure, you know what I mean. Which yeah. might not be the first thing that comes to. I mean, obviously it can, not but like it might not I be the first. It might, heard, it might not like, be the first thing that comes to like a straight. If there was a straight teacher, or a straight director, mm-hmm. it might not be one of the first things that comes to mind. Is you know, oh, I want to make sure that there's like a gay character. We can put like you know,
0: yeah.
1: Obviously, somebody that's well rounded would think of those things, but. You know, for me, I know that I was growing up and I I know that I was growing up as a closeted gay guy, gay kid, not seeing representation. Mm. And I always say, like, if I saw more representation, if I saw celebrities being, like, honest about who they are and saying that it's okay and that they're gay, you know. I'm so
0: interested in that. And I'm so interested in, and I I wonder how you'll feel about this. I have this, this sort of, path that i'm on right now about like i'm really interested in uh gay representation that's not through like that's not necessarily about being gay mm-hmm. like I, I really admire when there are characters mm-hmm. or stories that are focused on lgbtq that are just like they just are right It's yeah. not let's not make mm-hmm. it about that they just yeah. are because i think that's where i i think right yeah. like, from my outside of the bubble Feel like that's where real where real representation comes yeah. is just going like yeah I can also be in an Avengers movie I can also yeah, be yeah you know, whatever
1: there's we talked about this on my podcast I'm right. really excited about um uh yeah no we talked about all of this and we talked about representation all across the board whether it be gay or you know black or Asian or whatever it is that is being underrepresented Mm -hmm. you know the um the latinx community you know what i mean all of that that's you know not getting proper representation and we talked about that and we said you know it's weird because we we want them to be represented we want us to be represented but every time there's a movie it's like the whole cast is that and it's now classified as like a black comedy sure. or it's classified as like, you know, or it's crazy about rich that, Asian. Right? It's or, about, you know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like, oh, they finally got representation, which is like, great. I love that. So many, you know, Asian American or Asians got that job. But like you said, I would love to see it just that it's, it doesn't have to be a movie that is all about that one um, minority. Um Let's talk about your podcast.
0: Okay, cool. A gay and his gal. Yeah. What, uh, what, tell us, what is it?
1: um so yeah so me and uh my best friend we were you know we always have banter and we always call each other almost every day and we're like oh really before you did
0: the podcast you call each other every day
1: yeah just about wow yeah we check in with each other and um
0: you use your phone for calling
1: i know weird right that (laughs) is weird um and we just said like we need to I mean, it sounds like really vain, but I feel like kind of podcasts come oh, from this I'm place. Sorry. Yeah,
0: this podcast isn't vain at all.
1: <laughs> I think it. Uh, yeah, so we just pretty much said that. You know, I feel like I feel like we could be successful with a podcast. I feel like we have enough to talk about. I think we have interesting views. I think you know, coming from a woman and a gay man, I think there's a lot there to talk about. And we, yeah, so we decided to make a podcast, and we. Created this structure of every week we bring up a different topic and we talk about what annoys us, what concerns us, and what we're obsessed with with that topic. And then um, we take uh, DMs from Instagram. Great. And we we put the topic out there like maybe the week before. Uh-huh. Like this week's topic is going to be restaurants.
0: And you get a lot of interaction?
1: People send in stuff? Yeah. Right now as we're starting, there's like... Ain't nobody sent it on my podcast. What's two it? or three people that we have never met before. Cool. That reached out. That ha- has been kind of there. But other than that, right now, starting out, we are getting a lot from like our people friends and you know. sure. friends. Is there
0: friends. what is the Instagram?
1: Um, gay and his gal all together. I thought so. Gay and his gal. One word.
0: Yeah, there it is. Nice
1: yeah so you can follow us i'll link to all that insta nice gay and his gal look at all this look at these cute
0: faces look at that <laughs> oh my god and who and who's the other person
1: um her name is lena who's she she is um my best friend from high school she came in my senior year to the theater program and we've been a little connected at the hip since really
0: just since senior year you met yeah your last year of high school wow yeah. what'd she do
1: um she is an English teacher. Whoa. So we're we I was a theater teacher in she in in my city and then um she was the English teacher and our schools were actually rivals. <laughs> <laughs> Snap.
0: Pom 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 Who won?
1: Oh, nobody ever nobody wins. Nobody <laughs> wins high school. Nobody <laughs> wins when you're in high school. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so that's the podcast.
0: That's very cool. Um, so what, like, what kinds of things have you talked about? You've done eight episodes, nine episodes? Yeah,
1: or eight episodes. So we just finished an episode about um, dreams. And so we did dreams. Love. We love talking about dreams. No, but you have to listen to episodes. And eight. a lot of people don't. Is that what you talked about? That like? Yeah, we talked about dreams and like the type of things that happen, like literal dreams, dreams. Okay, like so sleeping for, dreams, or like yeah. So oh. for example. I think every actor that I've talked to has, like, the anxiety sure, after dream. Sure, Which is, you are about to go on stage, and... You, you don't know your lines. You don't know your lines. You don't have your costume. Yeah. You haven't been rehearsing for the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, the weirdest for show. sure. So, it's like, that's the biggest thing with our podcast, and I'm sure it's an element of your podcast, too, is that you want to be able to put things out there that people can be like... I relate to that. Well,
0: that's what's about to happen, right? We're about to talk about dreams for the next, like, 10 minutes. So uh-huh. if you don't, like, talking, That's what people say is, like, there's nothing more boring than listening to other people's dreams. But I find it fucking fascinating. Yeah. So yeah, fuck off. Um, uh, I realized mm-hmm. just, just like, two days ago, I I can't remember the last good dream I had. Mm. In my adult life, I think the only dreams I've ever had mm-hmm. are nightmares really or like anxiety dreams like I, I can't even I can't even conjure up like what it would feel like to wake up from a good dream I have no mm. concept of that is that weird? you're humming like it's weird
1: no I mean like it's When's the last <laughs> good dream you had? the last good dream that I had ugh was it a sex dream? I don't know like it, that was like one of my obsessions when I was talking about it was nice. like <laughs> Obviously, like one of the funnest things is like when you're like hooking up with somebody that you like. And, I don't
0: have those. If I have sex dreams, they're they're either about like Megan having sex with someone else, or me oh, no. having or me having sex with someone else, and being like this is wrong with <laughs> Megan. Like yeah. none of my dreams are good. <laughs> I hate it.
1: Um, yeah, it's like very rare, and, and even when something is going right in a dream, there's always a bad element to it. Oh, good. I'm like, not alone. like I, you know, I talked about how. I'll have these dreams where I meet um, a celebrity, but it's like really chill. I'll meet them like just out and about, and it's like one of those like cool experiences where it's not about, like, let me take your picture of this and that. It's just yeah. like, I genuinely get to know them, and we genuinely become friends, and it's the coolest fucking thing. And it's like a dream come true that I'm hanging out with this celebrity, but my phone never works in the dream. Oh. <laughs> so I can never, like, prove. What an odd little... It's weird. It's fucked up, but like, yeah, so that's what we talked about. We talked about how, you know, what it is, why do we dream the things we dream. But I think with yours, I think that you might be having good dreams, but we only remember the dreams right before we wake up, you know? Sure. We, we don't know what we're dreaming like. Well, and the like, ones that are
0: very impactful, right? Like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's or easier. they not wake us up. Yeah. It's always easier to remember bad memories than it is to remember good memories and yeah i'm sure the same is true for dreams so
1: when you wake up in the morning all you remember are the bad dreams when i wake up in the morning all
0: i remember is oh god i'm awake i hate mornings what's happening mm-hmm. um but dreams that wake me up are always bad dreams i never like i never remember good dreams wow. i also like i have a very complex relationship with sleep i i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't sleep much in college um through a you know uh, i didn't sleep much in college through a combination of you know insomnia and just workaholism and cardioholism. Yeah. Um, and I was reading recently an article about how people with depression, uh, mm-hmm. how sleep deprivation affects them differently. Yeah. And it was like, sleep deprivation might be sort of useful for people with depression because it like makes them um, spend more time, you know, doing X, Y, and Z than yeah. like just lying in bed, which is what, what you want to do. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. Maybe um, that's
1: where, the bad dreams lie or is this um you know this underlying like fear of you know or i don't know because you said you had like insomnia and Not stuff for so a long time so I maybe, maybe, maybe it's this, this relationship with with what sleep is you know yeah that kind of invokes that and then i completely understand what you mean with you know if you're suffering from any kind of depression um mornings are. The fucking worst. The
0: worst. It, no matter how much sleep I get, yeah, and if I, I get two hours or twelve hours. Are, and
1: are you somebody that will kind of like wake up a little bit before you actually wake up and then go back to sleep?
0: I try to avoid that. Yeah. Um. I try to avoid that unless I've got so many different things I'm trying. Somebody told me I should wake up semi-alarm half an hour before I need to actually wake up. Yeah. Get a big drink of water, mm. and then go back to sleep because a lot of the struggle in the morning, physiologically, is dehydration. Mm. is like Mm -hmm. that's why we feel so shitty in the morning is because our bodies haven't had hydration for eight hours um so people say if you get a big drink of water and then go back to sleep for like half an hour and then wake back up the next time waking up will be a lot better um i find that is sometimes true what i find is not true is because i drink so much professionally Mm -hmm. um if i when i drink a lot and i wake up the next morning i'll wake up at like six and i'll feel like Oh, I'm awake. I'm I made it.
1: Really? And
0: then I'll be like, but it's six. I don't need to get up yet. And I'll go back to sleep. And the next time I wake up, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I should have woken up. At yeah, six. yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I set like I set like four or five alarms. Really? Yeah, I have to. Mm. And it's a weird comfort thing mm. that I I fear like one alarm going off. Oh and sure. Me, and me having to go. I, that like makes me so uncomfortable.
0: I sometimes set two because I'm afraid if I set one, what if I sleep through it or snooze it or whatever. that too. That's
1: like a anxiety ridden Mm -hmm. scenario. But yeah, I have to set a few because I don't like the feeling of an alarm going off and me going. Mm. I like, you know, even if it's like an hour before to be like, Oh, I have to get up at eight. It's seven o'clock. I have an hour. And just to have that little, give myself that little bit of happiness. (laughs) <laughs> I'm Interesting.
0: i also i started wearing my like off-brand fitbit again uh-huh. and it tracks my sleep i haven't been wearing it for a while but i'm wearing it now i'm looking for my phone there it is i want to see how well i how well it thinks i sleep because it, it, it tells
1: how does it know when you're
0: asleep i think it's about your i think it is about your movement and your heart rate i guess right it's a combination oh, of the true. things you're, not moving. Um, you're like a, you're wiggling around you thrash around um <laughs> let's see what i did how did i do all right I've been wearing it since Wednesday, um, but it's not giving me any details about that. But here we go. Nope. Yep. It says on Thursday, it's Saturday right now. It says on Thursday, I slept for six hours and 17 minutes.
1: Okay.
0: And then on Friday, I slept for five hours and 38 minutes. I think that might. Is that last night? Yeah, because it's. Or maybe that means. I don't know. The other night, I read a bunch of horror manga. I read a bunch of Jinji Ito right before I went to bed, and I couldn't <laughs> oh, sleep. Oh no! <laughs> it was so bad. I did such a bad job. Um, what's What's your advice?
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel bad because I feel like we like touched upon success, and then we were like, bah. "Oh no, no! It was all about success." Yeah. This
0: was this was like the therapy sessions where you go. I'm talking about this thing, and your therapist goes, but I think you're really talking <laughs> yeah. about this thing. We were really talking about success this whole time. Yeah. Okay, so what was your question? Um, my question is, do you have any advice? And and I, I mean that, and I haven't thought of a great way to ask that question. Mm-hmm. Right? We have two questions that I ask every episode, and yeah. that's, do you consider yourself a successful person? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good way to ask that question. Um, and the, what I really mean is, um, what I really mean is, what do you think is important that you have learned about success that you would communicate either to a younger version of yourself or to uh, people who are looking for success?
1: Um, You know, I, one thing I say is like everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer in that and fate just taking you places and things happen to you so you can learn and grow from it. Um, yeah, I you know, nothing's gonna happen if you don't put the work into it, obviously. I know these are like really simple little mantras, but No, that
0: seems like a very Anthony and, thought though. And
1: that but you know, like and that that doesn't come from a place of I put so much work into it and that's why I'm successful. Like I you know, I I feel like these two years that I've been out of school, um you know, and I've been dabbling in these little tiny areas and starting a podcast and little things like that. But, you know, these two years have, like, dragged me hard. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, and those things have to happen so that you can grow and realize what, you know... You don't realize what you got until it's gone kind of situations. Sure. Um, so, uh, don't take things for granted. Um, don't take things for granted. Um, you know, always... Always be open to learning new things. Um, I think is a huge thing. Um, and then, just as an artist, I would say something about successes. My whole thing as an artist is that I don't just put work out there to put work out there. I don't put work. Out Interesting. There, I don't put work out there to be pretty or beautiful or a nice story to tell. Like I, I I'm, I'm a firm believer in like putting things out there to um to teach and to wake up my audiences Mm. um i'm like that's like my whole mantra when it comes to directing is like this waking up thing um it was there's this quote that's from a madonna documentary um yeah i know she's like off the rails now she's she's, Uh. i can't with her right now but there was a point where she was you know the artist that I wish she always was. And, um, it was during her reinvention tour and Mm. she, um, they documented it and it's a documentary called I'm going to tell you a secret. And it's just like, it's like a therapeutic movie for artists Mm. because it goes behind the scenes of her tour and how she views things and how she views like, you know, putting ideas and concepts together. And one of the quotes from that, I'm going to butcher it. So it's paraphrasing, but it was, um, you know, it's my job to wake people up, but it's not only about waking people up. You have to give them a direction mm. or they'll just fall back asleep. Interesting. So that's like my drive. I'm feeling very interested
0: in that right now because I'm at a very specific, uh, like very new point in my artistry where I just expressed my therapist yesterday. Like I, I want to kind of create something that like might be bad. I want to mm-hmm. like, I want to make a movie. Like I want to make it right now. That's sort of like what I want to do is I want to make like a really experimental art film mm-hmm. that like is probably going to be crap, but like, yeah. isn't about like, cause I, I was realizing a lot of the stuff that I've, I, I love writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am terrible at discipline. I can't do, I can't write mm-hmm. every day because I feel, because I feel like if somebody read this, they would, it would be crap. But like, but problem. then I can't – like, anything that I've uh, completed and been proud of have been things that I've just sat down and written, right? The last mm-hmm. short story that I wrote, like, I wrote in, like, two days because mm-hmm. I just, like, had an idea and wrote it and didn't even think about, like, showing it to anyone or what I would do with it. I just did it. Yeah. And I was like, maybe I can trick myself into thinking, like, this is something that you won't show to anybody. This is just something that you'll do for you. But I can't. I'm, I'm too, like – I can't even fool myself about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know I would show it to someone. Yeah. Like, I can't even keep a journal without thinking, like, when I'm dead, they'll read my journal mm-hmm, and look how yeah. clever I was. No, yeah. Um. So so it, it it's very interesting um, to me that I've been thinking about, like, I want to make something that maybe is bad and, like, maybe is mm-hmm. bad on purpose just to be, like, it's not about being good. It's about creating something. Yeah, or
1: looking at things or experimenting. Um, and, I mean, that's something that I would – run into as problems all the time at in a high school For level sure oh my god it's because i'm doing things you know our our youth right now is consumed by social media and yeah. phones and like it sounds so like bleh, and like That's cliche true. but yo, know, seeing people from when i started teaching like the students from when i started teaching when it was you know just facebook maybe like yeah. I don't know. I don't, maybe Instagram ago? was taking off in 2011. Yeah. Um, oh, it, you know, eight years ago. it was, you know, it was, it was a different time. And just as we progressed, um, there was so little thought and create like I can see, like there was like a hole in a water balloon and you could just see all the creativity like mm. spilling out. And by the time that it got to like my last year, you know, I had a class where, my ensemble workshop class, where we would create, and literally my first year, they they wrote that show. Cool. My last year, I was, I was writing the plays. Interesting. Because it just wasn't, like, to think outside the box was so difficult, and then it becomes hard, because, like, how do you teach to, like, think outside the box when you're writing or conceptualizing an idea? So it's... It just became really tough by the end of it. So we're I feel like we're so consumed by and that's what I mean by everybody's like asleep. So when I would put shows on at the school, I would wanna do things that would wake them up, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I mean I did like Romeo and Juliet, and I made it like brutal as fuck. Yeah, I remember. Because hearing about that. Because they know, like, I mean, if you know anything about Romeo and Juliet, like, from a teenager's point of view, like, you know who dies, you know, you know, there's sword fights and this and that, but I was like, no, like, he's gonna get his head beaten with a bat. Yeah. Like, because that's what's gonna... Resonate with
0: them. I love that. um We'll talk about more about that next time because I have to have you on again. You're yeah, no, like sure. very good friends with Megan and she's not here and she's super mad about it. But for now, I have to say thank you for listening to Dress for the Podcast. You want my name is David Andrew Laws. My guest today has been Anthony guzovich mm-hmm. Where you can find him online at uh, I don't know AnthonyGuzevich dot
1: mm-hmm. uh, What's your instagram What's your Instagram? So I have a I have an acting coaching. Instagram, which Ooh. is just Anthony Gusevich, just all together. And then I have the podcast, which is Gain is Gal, like written like that. Um...
0: Yeah. Cool. And those are
1: like my main two.
0: Uh, big thanks to Dimly Wit, our uh, network that hosts us and all of the great stuff that they got going on. You go to dimlywit.com to see, well, not see, you don't see podcasts, you no. hear them mm-hmm. with your ears. <laughs> um, and you can hear other podcasts like Bad Examples with Tracy DeMarco and Jessica Romano and The Delos People Al- Alive and Breadfruit Juice. There's all sorts of, they got such good names. I love good branding. And Dimly <laughs> Wit's so good at branding. Um, we got a Facebook we got an Instagram we got a Twitter we have two lovely Patreon donors Patrick Marin and Laura St. Pierre who I just who are just mm, I want to snuggle them <laughs> I want to just wrap them up in a big blanket and give them a smooch not on them on the blanket so that it's like it's still kosher still kosher um, and yeah that's all uh, how do you I haven't figured out how to end this podcast yet ever how do you end your podcast
1: um, we say love you bye <laughs> That's our. That's our. That's what you do. That's our closing. And then then you. (laughs) Then we do some ASMR. Oh my God! I can't wait to do some ASMR.
0: Love you. Bye. Love Love it. I love you. Bye.